Today is Friday, September 2nd, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. The Medj Network Information Service. I'm Robert John. Prayer banned at 9-11 Memorial Service. Caving under the pressure of the unchristian philosophies of multiculturalism and tolerance, New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg has banned all clergy in prayer from the 9-11 Memorial Service that will occur on the 10th anniversary of the Islamic attacks of September 11, 2001. Brian Fisher of Right Side News states, quote, Multiculturalism has so infected Mayor Bloomberg's view of America that if he allowed anybody to pray, he would feel compelled to include a Muslim imam on the platform, praying a Muslim prayer and invoking the Muslim God at whose direction the 9-11 hijackers killed 3,000 Americans in cold blood. He knows the American people would never stand for that. But if he held the ceremony and allowed only Christian pastors and Jewish rabbis to pray, he'd get hammered by secular fundamentalists, multiculturalists, and Muslim advocates for playing favorites. Unquote. The decision from Bloomberg comes amidst recent uproar over the proposed construction of an Islamic mosque right next to the site of the fallen towers and marks another blow to Christianity and the Christian principles upon which this nation is founded. Rudy Washington, deputy mayor under former mayor of New York Rudy Giuliani, said, quote, This is America, and to have a memorial service where there's no prayer, this appears to be insanity to me. I feel like America has lost its way, unquote. Our Lady just said on August 2, 2011, Today I call you to be born anew in prayer and through the Holy Spirit to become a new people with my Son a people who knows that if they have lost God, they have lost themselves. This is the Medj Network Information Service. Florida Teacher Suspended for Defending the Family Florida 2010 Teacher of the Year Jerry Buell was suspended and removed from his classroom after criticizing on his personal Facebook page New York's passage of a bill regarding abominable lifestyles. He stated of abominable lifestyles on his page, quote, I will never accept it because God will never accept it. Romans chapter 1, unquote. Buell's comments have been labeled by school officials as a code ethics violation, and they were not going to let him back into the classroom until they completed an investigation that includes, quote, a thorough job of looking at everything 
past or previous writings. Unquote. Liberty Council, a conservative legal advocacy group that takes up cases like Buell's, is representing him in the case and has demanded that he be reinstated immediately and that the district apologize for violating his First Amendment guarantees. Harry Mahet, an attorney with Liberty Council, stated, quote, Public school teachers are not constitutional orphans. They, like all Americans, enjoy the freedom to engage in discourse about matters of public concern, unquote. As Buell's comments on his Facebook page indicate, his beliefs are grounded in God's word in Scripture, and not simply his own personal opinion. Buell also stated that all of his students are equal in his eyes, and that his comments were not made, quote, out of hatred, but were about the way I interpret things. My students know that I don't hate them. I love them, unquote. Our Lady speaks of the truth of Scripture and God's love on January 25, 1999, saying, Put Holy Scripture in a visible place in your families. Read it, reflect on it, and learn how God loves His people. She spoke on October 2, 2010, about bringing people to Jesus by giving this truth and love to others who wish to deceive themselves about what real love and truth are. She said, May your weapon be patience and boundless love, that your life, by humble love, may show the truth to all those who seek it in the darkness of lies. My children, my apostles, help me to open the paths to my Son. This is the Medj Network Information Service. Return to Truth Steve Forbes, editor-in-chief of Forbes magazine, in a recent interview with Newsmax magazine, stated he believes the United States will return to a gold standard within the next five years. Quote, I think in 2013, you're going to see a new regime in Washington, and you're also going to see in the next five years something that sounds astonishing today, and that is, for the first time since the 1970s, the dollar will be relinked to gold. It will be a modernized version of it, but in essence it will be the basic principle that the dollar will remain constant with gold. Ford's comments are welcomed amidst a growing body of voices, such as Governor of Texas and potential 2012 Republican presidential nominee Rick Perry, who are fed up with the Federal Reserve and Obama's commitment to the consistent devaluing of the American dollar. The release of it Ain't Gonna Happen, A Return to Truth, by a friend of Medjugorje in July of 2010, jump-started the silver markets and has opened many eyes to the fact that even our money system must be rooted in truth. Regardless of what man does or how long he can hold on to the veil of lies that he puts up for himself, always, at some point, there is a return to truth. There is always a return to God's way. It is a biblical principle. Our Lady said on June 16, 1983, I have come to tell the world that God is truth. He exists. From the Medj Network Information Service, I'm Robert John. This is Medjugorje.com. Stay tuned for our regular radio wave broadcast, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. A phenomenon 
taking place every day for 30 years. An event that has caused millions of lives to change. Medicine for today's world. The physical apparitions of the Mother of God in a village called Medjugorje. Every day for over 30 years, the Virgin Mary has appeared in this small village in the former Yugoslavia. She comes to us as the Queen of Peace and gives messages to help the world. It leads one to ask, why? Why here? Why now? Thirty years of apparitions, a new writing by a friend of Medjugorje, explores the whys of the world's most understood and misunderstood event taking place today. The time allowed for the Virgin Mary to appear is limited. Find out why your decision to follow the Virgin Mary's messages of Medjugorje will determine the future of the world. Don't delay. Download a copy free by visiting medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on Downloads, Booklets. 30 Years of Apparitions Available from Caritas of Birmingham To order your copy or order in bulk visit medj.com or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000 205-672-2000 30 Years of Apparitions by a friend of Medjugorje Available from Caritas of Birmingham You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and tonight a friend of Medjugorje will be speaking to us, opening Our Lady's message today, uh, open to us through prayer. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. Are you not amazed? Are you not astounded? Do you not look at what's in front of you and think, how could this be happening? Are you not frustrated, if you understand that? That these apparitions are getting so little attention? That people every day are given answers and solutions and elect this person and pass this law and do this and do that. None of which is the answer. And all the while, the bickering on our side, I'm talking about the side that's supposed to be representing the light, which is so dim, has given way to darkness. When we walk to the field at 5 a.m., there's one candle burning on the statue. You can see it through the woods. You can see it far away from the hill. People coming back across the street from the houses to the field. One little candle makes that kind of light. And we can't even claim that. The culture and the darkness overwhelms us, squashes us, squelches our light. 
we're so weak, we can't even stand up against it. It's amazing. One little candle, one little tear of repentance can bring light. And yet we're not doing it. It's frustrating because we see Our Lady escalating. We saw her on a plane of training the villagers, or rather training the visionaries, then the villagers, then the monthly messages to the world. And there was planes. A lady jumped on in the sense that went to another level and schooled on that level, like fifth grade, then the sixth, seventh. But of late, Our Lady's messages are very clear explicitly clear. Now that she's in her 30th year, winding down our next 10 years, which I believe, of leading us 40 years out of this desert of this culture, the messages are not dissipating, but increasing in intensity, truth, revelations of what the devil's up to. He's guessing what she's up to. He don't know her next move. Because from his point of vantage and what he sees below is not where she is, where she sees overall everything. And so she gives us messages that all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. She's your hope. She is your only hope. What about Jesus? Even today she spoke about Jesus. It's true, but we've rejected Jesus. We've rejected his plan of salvation, our acceptance of it. We embrace modernism, gadgets, stupidies, things without logic, walking ways with our holiness. And so today's message, like the last previous messages in the last two, three months, is not a disappointment, but a growth in intensity of the seriousness of the situation we find ourselves in. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's September 2nd, 2011 message given to Mariana on the Day of Nonbelievers. Dear children, with all my heart and soul, full of faith and love in the Heavenly Father. I gave my Son to you, and I am giving him to you anew. My Son has brought you, the people of the entire world, to know the only true God and his love. He has led you on the way of truth and made you brothers and sisters. Therefore, my children, do not wander. Do not close your heart before that truth, hope, and love. Everything around you is passing, and everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God remains. Therefore, renounce everything that distances you from the Lord. Adore Him alone, because He is the only true God. I am with you, and I will remain with you. I am especially praying for the shepherds, that they may be worthy representatives of my Son and may lead you with love on the way of truth. Thank you. This summer began differently. Yvonne's first apparition of the season of the prayer group in Medjugorje 
for this year of 2011 was May 5th. He said in that message, Satan wants to destroy today's family. A lady told him that. That's not his words. That's not even his message. It's your message. How does Satan want to destroy your family? Not just your family or families, but today's family. Why? Because today's family is diverted through modernism. Can that be interpreted that way? When you read the end of the message, she confirms it. What happens to today's families? Dear children, in your families, with your children, do not permit access to Satan. This is incredible. Astounding words. Because it's verbiage in some ways of engagement in the electronic world. Do not permit access to Satan. That began a whole summer of messages. Very exciting messages. And our ladies seem to be revealing more and more things to us. We've got a choice. That choice is a road that's less traveled. The rest of the culture is not going that way. We're called by Our Lady to replace the heavily traveled road with one that's not easy to walk down. With few people. You have to go against the grain to do that. And few are still choosing that, even though they follow Our Lady. Because they don't want to come together right now at this moment. But if you want everything to come together for you, you have to take that path, that road that's not traveled so often. Don't stay with the culture and its business because the road their own is going to decrease and it will be in the future the road less traveled. The road a lady has for us will be the heavily traveled road. And those few who get on it now or down and make the path. So in the future, there's only one thing for sure. It's Our Lady's instructions. It's August 2nd, 2011. According to God's will, all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. It's up to you to choose the difficult path now while you have time to do it. There's a road, a winding road that never ends Full of curves, lessons learned at every bend Going's rough, unlike the straight and narrow It's for those, those who go against the grain have no fear, dare to dream of a change, live too much to the beat of a different drummer. And it all might come together, and it all might come unraveled 
on the road less traveled. For the road less traveled, for the faint of heart, for those who choose to play it safe and never stray too far. Uh, so many things we can speak about in tonight's message, and I wish we had all night to talk about this message with you, but a um, few things in the message. Number one, Our Lady sp- spends the entire message talking about truth, and we know that Our Lady is telling us the truth and that she's not going to say anything to us that's not truth. We know that the apparitions are going to end one day, that one day the apparitions are going to cease. But yet in the message today, Our Lady says, I will remain with you. So where is the, re- where is the reconciling between the, the reality of knowing the apparitions are going to end one day and the truth that Our Lady is saying that I will remain with you? Well, I think the first thing to address in this answer is that why is Our Lady even having to say to us, He is the only true God? I mean, are we Catholic? Are we Christian? Are we Baptist, Methodist? Because we have people that listen to us that are Methodists and Baptists and other denominations and not and non-denominational Christ, Christians. With people visit us this way, so it's just not Catholics we're addressing it because Mary is the mother of all. Even Muslims who have a devotion to her, He is the only true God. So why is she telling us that? Because we're the one reading and, and paying attention. 
except for us, we have many false gods, as I wrote today in the writing. That's on Medjugorje.com. And everyone should read this. I won't go there after I've written that. I come from another angle every night. I talk about this on the message. So you can see many, many perspectives. Both locally and for you as an individual and globally. And I don't believe in globalization. I believe in localization. I don't believe in localization by global rule, neither. Small self-governing communities. That's the freedom God gave us. That's a side note. And then you won't have somebody coming into your little village. Like Bloomberg saying you can't pray. Forget them. Forget the Southern Law uh, law. A property law center here that's just suing some high schools because they're trying to get something into the schools now, and they just back down from it. This is my town. This is my village. You're getting out of here, buddy. Oh, is that not love? To obey the commandments is love. To honor God first is love. Who, who are we to give ground to an atheist? Where does this thought process come from? I remember when I was a kid talking to an atheist. He was very moral. He just didn't believe in God. He didn't have a father, and so that crippled him. But he was as good as the next because he lived and abided by Christian principles, which he knew himself and still to this day is good for him, even if he had difficulty in believing. Everyone prospers. There's well-known famous Jews in the United States of America says never have we prospered underneath the uh, people of, uh, like we have under the Christian nation of America. We don't have to back down. We don't have to apologize. We don't have to say we're sorry because we're going to address a message to Jesus Christ, the Savior, the one true God. Jews wasn't offended 40 years ago. They didn't run from this country or stand up and shout and scream that this is wrong. Stein, Mark Stein, he very much enjoys living underneath, as a Jew, the Christian nation of America. And any other nation that will adopt those principles. For us to vacate this position or be neutral is the goal of the devil. The devil doesn't want us to choose darkness. The devil wants us to choose neutrality. Once you move things in neutrality, then he's won. He can push the car anywhere he wants to when it's in neutral. Forward, backwards, turn, left, right, whatever he wants to do. As long as it's going forward and we're a Christian nation, we're going to pray. You don't like it? Sorry, but that's whatever you want to do. Don't give me this stuff about a moment of silence. Garbage. Anywhere, you're, anywhere you are as a Christian and they call for a moment of silence, you start saying the Our Father out loud and other Christians join in in unison. 88%, I think, is the number of people who don't mind Christianity or Christian prayers and the mention of Jesus' name in public. 88%. I just read this just the last few days. I don't know. I think it's 88. could be 80. So forget the other 20%. You don't like it. You be silent. We're not going to force you to pray. But don't cow down to this. We're making a big mistake We're vacating our position 
We're on top of the hill. Nobody questions it. And the only reason they can gain that ground and climb that hill and knock us off of it is because we're tolerant. It's a sin to be tolerant about sin or replacing God. You cannot do that. Because there'll be another God replace that. The God of atheism. It's a God. They've got their freedom from religion dot org or whatever they are. They believe in something. Everybody has a God. It's man's nature to have a God, even if you're atheist. And so us Christians thinking, well, we'll be balanced and we'll be just and we'll be fair. You're unjust to God the Father. Because an atheist doesn't believe God doesn't exist or somebody from another religion, Hindu or whoever, doesn't stop God from existing. Do you see what you're doing? Do you see what you're placating? You say, well, I'm not for that. You are if you're silent. I'm really seriously starting a campaign about Romans 1 chapter uh, Romans chapter 1, verses 18-32. Start putting this everywhere. Wear t-shirts with it. It starts off, there's no excuse. There is no excuse for not believing in God because there's no realities in nature that proves His existence. I don't believe in the Bible. Oh, you don't? Well, about 4,500 years ago, if you go to the Mississippi River, you'll see mud piled up at the rate it's flowing now, 4,500 years old. What does that mean? Well, go find another river. And you know what you'll find? Mud formed at the end of the rivers, dumping into the ocean, is 4,500 years old. The accumulation. Every river in the, row, in the world has this accumulation of silt and mud that dates back to 4,500 years, the only thing that could have done that is a great flood. Romans 1, 18.32. There's known realities that prove God's existence. And I can go on and on about that. I'm excited to see the Protestants stepping forward and while we Catholics sit down doing nothing, no, we're, we're not doing nothing. We're allowing Darwinism in our schools, our Catholic schools, and we're allowing our, teacher, the, our kids to learn this garbage, this trash about evolution. And they're going very quickly and advancing about the science of the flood. You would not believe the evidence of it. It can't be disproven, and it can be proven. It's overwhelming. So when you read that, you go from that, the known reality is God's existence, and there's no reason for an atheist. It's inexcusable. Now, there's those that already talks about do not know the love of God, and that's what today's about, because they never experienced God's love through the parents loving each other or in the family. And that's a crippling by man. So we have this reality Of knowing God's existence in creation. And our lady's call in her messages repeatedly saying, Go for creation, go into creation, because she knows we'll find she knows that we will find God the Creator. It's one of her messages. Go into nature where you'll find an encounter with God the Creator. 
We're at fault, people. We've allowed this to happen, and we better start fighting. Why? Because things are very evil right now. Incredibly evil. Did you know after Yvonne said, said he wants to destroy the family on May 5th, and he ended it with saying, in your families, with your children, do not permit access to Satan. That our lady comes the end of the summer or the middle of the summer toward the middle end of the summer, August 2nd, 2011. And she says, as individuals, my children, you cannot stop the evil that wants to rue. Begin to rue in this world and destroy it. The evil that wants to begin to rule in this world and to destroy it, rather. This is a huge revelation. And then August 25th, a few days ago, he says, I call you to pray and fast for my intentions because Satan wants to destroy my plan. I couldn't believe it. Amazing. Astounding. If you don't feel astounded by that, you're not praying to comprehend the greatness of the message. You're not praying to what our lady said to pray for the profoundness of the messages. And then today, everything around you, our lady told us today, is passing. This is not something in heaven. Heaven is not passing. This is in your life. Those things that surround you, everything that surrounds you is passing and everything is falling apart. And only the glory remains. And so, in answer to that question, what remains? And she's going to be here, as I said, I believe for 10 more years, for the 40 years. Your question, Riaz, was about if she's going to end these apparitions because they're going to come. And when that comes, then she won't be true to what she's saying she remains. But you have to understand it this way. When I saw that this morning, only God's glory remains. And she says, later in this message, I am with you. I will remain with you. I knew when I saw glory of God remains, it was her. She's God's glory. The glory of God is being sent to the earth today. And every day preceding this to 19... 81, June 24th. And will continue to lead us out of this desert. But in answer to the question fully, what do we do when that ends? A lady gave a message to Mariana that said, my eyes and my heart will still be here even when I no longer appear. So we know the apparitions will cease. But I tell you, just as this is a vindication message about what we've been talking about for years, that things are going to fall apart and crash. And our lady says literally today, that this world is falling apart. Jesus has bought the people of the entire world. She's not talking about just a section or just Israel. She literally says, everything is falling apart. 
How much more do you need to know that? And so Our Lady says these words that only the glory of God will remain when everything falls apart. And then she adds a few sentences, or a couple sentences later, I will remain with you. What does that mean? She's here to bring us a new way until the world's end. She will remain here in a new way, a new power on earth. She's here to give birth to the second coming of Jesus. She's the guardian, the keeper of all the souls until he comes back in his glorious return. Is that not astounding? Our Lady leaving when the apparitions are over is not going to be the same as before she came preceding June 24, 1981. There'll be a presence of Our Lady that we've never known before. A guardship over souls, all those who want to have devotion to her. Because Jesus bought us. He bought you, he bought me. And he's sending her little manager, or his manager, not little manager, not a weak manager, but he's sending the one that would seem by the world standard weak, to guard over us. And that second coming could be 40 years, 50 years, 500 years, we don't know. But one thing I can tell you, I can tell you with truth, Our Lady's presence, the miracles that she's going to continue to give as she's been given in these days while she's present, will be just as if she pre- her, her presence is still here. It's a new emphasis of power. Something new is being given to Our Lady. We don't understand everything, but I can tell you, she has new power upon the earth to guide it as a queen. Why? Because when Jesus lived, he loved me and he died for me. He saved me, he saved you. And now he sends his glory. His glory remains. It will remain with us, even when those apparitions end. It's this time of the Holy Queen, the Holy Virgin, His love, my saving grace. This time is hers. It's in this glorious days that we have this beautiful moment and contact when heaven's never been so near. One day when heaven was filled with His praises One day when sin was Black as could be Jesus came forth to Be born of a virgin Dwelt among men My example is He The Word became flesh And the light shined among us His glory revealed Living He loved me Dying He saved me Buried he carried my sins far away Rising he justified freely forever One day he's coming, oh glorious day, oh glorious day 
stretched out on a tree and took the nails for me. every home and family. It crosses every border and nation. Even every church is affected by it. No wonder it is the talk of the world right now. The economy, money, stock markets, inflation, the increasing cost of food, the increasing cost of life. The world's enslavement through the economic material disorder captures hundreds of millions through debt and consumerism. Yet. The Virgin Mary comes every day in Medjugorje, and she tells us to not be afraid of the future. In the face of reality, in the face of what will happen in the world, how can you protect your family, your children, your way of life? It ain't gonna happen 
by a friend of Medjugorje, truly today's manual for the return to truth. The economic disorder is the result of a spiritual disorder. It ain't gonna happen. Your guide to understanding the fundamental changes that will happen in the world and how to not be afraid. It ain't gonna happen. Available on medj.com, spelled mej.com, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. It ain't gonna happen. By a friend of Medjugorje. Available through leading bookstores, Amazon Kindle, and others. Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I read once or heard once that the out of the three virtues, faith, hope, and love, that the only one that remains once you're in heaven is love because faith and hope are no longer necessary or relevant. And yet in the message today, Our Lady says, with all my heart and soul, full of faith and love in the Heavenly Father. She's saying that her heart and soul is full of faith. So my question is, do you think that Our Lady doesn't necessarily know everything that's going to transpire in the future plan of of the salvation of the world? Well, there's two distinct faiths. The faith in heaven is not required because you see everything in the presence of the fullness of God. So she's in full, full of faith. At the same time, she's bargaining for something on earth in front of God's throne. Please, God, give me this. Grant me this favor. Here's all the prayers that I brought back from the earth that they just gave to me, all the petitions. I just left the earth with, from this presence and this visitation. You allowed me to go one more day. I lay it here before your throne. Grant me this. Grant me this. Spiritual grocery list. What favors are granted? We saw an enormous miracle in March in the bedroom. Enormous. A man who was destined to die within a couple of weeks. Filled with cancer, liver, lungs, pancreas. Going to the best doctors. Coming from another country to go to Houston. Instantly cured. We felt it in the bedroom. We knew something happened. I didn't know he was getting healed. That's the first time he's ever in an apparition. What was the lady doing to precede that before God's throne? Why does she get to dispense that? Maybe not somebody else who may have been there who had the same thing. We don't know those reasons. But one thing for sure, our lady has faith and hope, and it does depend on us. Well, she doesn't have hope because it's true. There's no hope in heaven. There's no need for hope in heaven. That's fulfilled on earth. You have to hope here in God. You have to have hope to get that miracle. She's doing it with the fullness of faith that God can grant it, dependent on the connection of the soul and the spirit here on earth. And so when our lady says, and a soul full of faith, she had when the angel Gabriel came, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit. 
And she said those words. She had completeness, completenessness. A completeness that the Holy Spirit was in her in total fullness, like no beings ever had before that was pure, purely human and never will have. Because she was a vessel that could hold that much. And so it is with what's being asked. And I think the rest of your question was about the... Uh, well, does she see, does she necessarily see the full, for, for, fullness of the outcome? Of, of, I, I, if you follow the Thursday messages, you see that Our Lady says, that I can't give you any more messages. You see that Our Lady didn't give a message one Thursday. You see in there some, some questionable uh, messages that she didn't know if she was going to be able to continue to do it. Her, her goal was to be here, what she's doing right now. But she says, I can do nothing without you. And if we didn't respond, do you think for one second God is going to allow her to continue coming? It's her words in the beginning of the day. says, I will be with you, my angels, as long as you want me. There's a required hope on our part. There's a required faith on our part for this to continue. And it's when Our Lady says, I feel the triumph. There's enough people. I feel the triumph in my heart. And so we have to know that we as a people are participants. People, it amazes me when people say, well, you just paid for my sins, you know, I'm guaranteed salvation. No, you're not. Just because you're born again doesn't mean you can lose your, your soul again. Conversion is a process which only says last your entire lifetime. And so our lady keeps coming back every day. You know, the sun comes up, the sun goes down. And it's amazing that Lourdes happened in the morning, Fatima at midday, and Our Lady's coming in the evening. And not even just in the evening, she's given a signal in the hour that she comes. That's 20 till the hour. We're getting the last call from heaven, the last return to Jesus, the last opportunity to join with him according to God's will with all together with my son, you can change everything and heal the world. August 21st, or rather August 2nd, 2011. August 25th, Our says, I call you to pray and fast for my intention because Satan wants to destroy my plans. So as individuals, my children, you cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule this world and to destroy it. So she's bargaining. She's pleading. She's begging our prayers. She's laying before God's throne. I said, look what I have, God the Father. I want to go back again another day. So Our Lady's call to us is to come back. September 25th, 1998. I call you to become our witnesses by living the faith of your fathers. An amazing message. Because I had more principles. We, we inclined with Christianity for 1,700 years. With the French Revolution, we began to fall. And we're not following our faith of our fathers. And you cannot ever escape what you're ordained, you're ordained to be as a people. Tied to the soil. Not to the cell phone. Not to computers. Not to electronics. 
Not to the television. Not to the pleasures. Not to the excessive sports that's taking place. You're called to play sports. Not to just watch it and go rabied. I mean, feel unvirtuous anger when you lose. It's for joy. And we've lost our way. And so we can't go back. And as we look at our origins and how God ordained us to be as a people. And I tell you, it's called to be close to the soil. Close to creation. And ladies going to keep coming back. Because we need to go back. And she's, God's called us in Israel time and time again to come back, my people. Come back to me. We can't pretend we found something better in this culture because we haven't. We're living a lie. So no matter how far you go, you're called back to follow God. myself getting out that's what this is all about sun goes up sun goes down you only get one go around then i left this town then i let that road carry me as far as it could carry me stood on a mountain for me found a place where i can breathe in and out and thought about things that I can't live without I keep coming back Time after time No matter where I'm at I can't pretend I find something better Than where I've been Cause where I'm from Is who I am And no matter how far that I run yeah, I keep coming back The more people change, the more that they stay the same So I just stopped everything, thought about all the things Weighing me down Then I threw out old boxes, emptied my pockets Regrets and love letters, pictures and lockets And all I have now is the truth that I found Life has a way of just turning around and around and around I keep coming back time after time No matter where I'm at, I can't pretend I find something better than where I've been Cause where I'm from is who I am And no matter how far that I run Yeah, I keep coming back
Uh, we have seen in Medjugorje, we've seen Our Lady uh, come to us sometimes uh, joyful. We've seen her come with a certain tranquility to her. We've seen Our Lady come sorrowful. And is it possible that during these time of Our Lady's Medjugorje apparitions that she is somehow sharing our humanity with us? Well, she's certainly given the words that show that. She said once, uh, a time I'm anxious and waiting for. Anxious for, is there any room for anxiousness in heaven? And I don't think that's innate in the way she means it because sometimes we're sinful in our anxiousness because we're wanting gluttonly something that we should be patient for. So it's not like a virtue, but yet it is a share of our humanity and showing that she's sharing these things with us in a way maybe we don't fully understand or comprehend and maybe those perhaps will in the future just as we know more now than Peter ever could dream of knowing about Jesus Christ when he was here. Things of the ages and the scalpers and the rosaries and the immaculate conception. Did he even know about that? I think he probably did. Probably Jesus said it, but... Did they fully understand it the way we know it? No. And so there is something being shared in a, in a human level way that our lady walks the earth with us. You know, the Holy Lands is not a shrine. And people tend to call, and they want to, to le- make it legal. Medjugorje Shrine, you're, you're really minimizing that. You're, you're making it small. Medjugorje is no more a shrine than the Holy Lands is a shrine. It's a place, a living place of the Gospels. It is said that the fifth Gospel is the Holy Lands. And I, when I went there, I believed that. It's incredible seeing the distance, how far Jesus walked, a thousand feet. I measured it, the geography of it, how close everything was, and seeing things just as it was in Jesus' day that haven't changed. Don't dare call it a shrine. And man's puny mind to make things okay or the church to semi-prove something, they want to call it a shrine. You're wrong for this. That's sinful in a lot of ways because it's an agenda. It's an agenda to get what you want, a semi-approval. Medjugorje will be approved when God decides it to be approved, and it's not going to happen before that time. Why? Because it'd be choked. It'd be starved. It'd be killed. Once it's approved, there's a legal aspect and avenue back to, or down to Medjugorje to restrict the messages. Let's send them in front of a theological board to re, because if, if the church has approved this, we've got to make sure that we're not letting something be passed out that may not be theologically correct. So let's have a board review. Let's spend 30 years on, on the message before we release this, 20, this 1981 message. God doesn't want Medjugorje approved. I don't doubt that. I know that for a fact. If he's given thousands of apparitions, why not just give one to the most our bishop? He gave it to the archbishop and split. Use your brains. Think about this. And so, yes, Our Lady's coming to share her humanity with us. She's walking with us. She's crying with us. She weeps with us. She's happy with us. You just went through the civil jubilee on our site of spending a week's vacation with Our Lady. Heaven descended upon us. It was beautiful. Look it up. Look up the Civil Jubilee and just go through those dates and see what all he's done. We've seen both sides of things with her. We've shared in memories and, and presence of Our Lady in a way that few people who ever will live that walk the earth, and they say there's been 80 billion people who's been born and died since Adam, and very, 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 very few have had those experiences. We've seen our lady's humanity. We've seen her when we brought Maria here and nobody in the community knew and, and Maria pops into the bedroom at the last minute, kneels while everybody's eyes are closed and then they open their eyes after a song finishes. I ask them to do that. Nobody even knew Maria's coming except my wife and I. Shock. 
couldn't believe it. They thought they were having an apparition. And 20 minutes later, we're doing the rosary. Our lady appears. Our lady stands there. Maria describes her. In a disposition I never heard her describe before, that she stood there amused. She took delight. She shared our humanity that just as we were shocked, and who could have told anybody 30 minutes before that, first 10 minutes with Maria, 20 minutes saying the rosary, that she would appear, that you'd be in the presence, in the front of, in the presence of the Holy Virgin Mary. And she came into that room and was amused, delighted at our shock. So yes, yes, she is doing that. And then you got the other stuff that she shares in our humanity. She warns us of the devil. Something happened today in Medjugorje. Somebody was arrested for being very, very bad in Medjugorje. The devil's part of it. I was told something chilling, very, very chilling this past week. And this is parallel in what I'm seeing since the August 2nd message. Evil wants to rue rather, evil wants to begin to rue in this world and destroy it. We're seeing an incredible onslaught of atheism, abominable people in league, assaulting everywhere. There's a full assault just like it's just been released. And a friend of mine told me, who was talking to an exorcist in their diocese, and now every exorcist has to, every diocese has to have an exorcist. This was lost through the 60s and 70s. It's being imposed, thank goodness, back again. And he said that exorcists actually are communicating with each other. And they're seeing something new recently. I've seen something new since August 2nd. A whole releasing of a push to cram down our throats. Abomination. Lifestyles, depraved. It's like a new front. Look at it. Watch what's happening. Boldness. And it matches August 2nd. And this exorcist said that talking to other exorcists across the United States of America, and I imagine the same could be said for other countries, that they're having a difficult time with their exorcisms. They're seeing new activities they've never seen before with demons. And something very chilling is they're seeing and they're noticing new demons never before released from hell that's come to earth now. You cannot stop the evil that wants to begin to rule this world and to destroy it. Satan wants to destroy my plan. Everything is passing. Everything is falling apart. Romans 1, 18 to 32. God gives man over to himself when he darkens himself. And he does what is unseemly. Study this. Memorize this whole thing. Stand against these sins. Because they're making great inroads. And God amazes me. I don't know why, after we've got the mess we've got and the things we've done, it's a mystery, a total mystery to me of His love. I mean, He doesn't need anything from me or you. 
but his hunger for us, his hunger for love, and for us to love him. This is his cause to bend down to our place, our humanity, through the glory of his mother. And thank God, thank God, that he feels something for us. Because I really don't make sense to me. I really don't understand him. Why? Why waste time? Somebody as big as he is, why does he waste time with us? It's an amazing thought, an amazing thing. Dear Mr. God, I'm writing you today Cause it seems like lately I've forgotten how to pray I know I don't need this pen Everybody likes to get a letter now and then I'm sorry for not writing more Cause I need you But it's hard to see why anyone as big as you needs anything from me You know you're there So how you been? I'm alright but I can't lie sometimes I feel like giving in You're all I've got Dear Mr. God Sometimes I wish you Next door, so over coffee, tell me what you started all this for. I guess you saw that sunrise yesterday. Thanks for the reminder that you're never gone away. It gives me hope, telling me what you already know. I need you, but it's hard to see. Why anyone as big as you needs anything from me You know you're there So how you been? I'm alright but I can't lie sometimes I feel like giving in Mr. God, tell me, do you ever cry when we forget to thank you for the good things in our lives? I know I can't always understand why you do the things you do, but I know in the end I'll make through if I stand next to you. Dear Mr. God, I'm writing you today Cause it seems like lately I've forgotten how to pray This person I was speaking earlier about who's an atheist, who didn't believe in God, I grew up with, 
lost contact with them, got married. He made contact. He came over to see me one day. I started talking to him about God. And he said he couldn't believe in him. He said he wished he knew there was a God. That he would come down because he'd like to punch him in the face. Morally, this person was very good, better than me, raised Catholic. But he never had a father. He never knew the love of God. We have many wounded people out there like that. You're not helping them by giving way to their way. Why should they believe if you're not so convicted that you'll stand up for God? You'll stand up for his principles. You're tolerant of behaviors and sinful things. Only leads these people to deeper deprivation and eternal perdition. And I didn't let up on him. I never dreamed this guy would become Catholic. And a lot of it had to do with that meeting and with my family and being raised next door to us, Catholic Italians. So don't discount what you can do. I didn't react in anger when he said that about God. I saw his wounds. I saw his hurt. So no matter what state you're in, what kind of life you're living, what you've done in your past, from abomination, deprivation, every kind of sin, open your heart to the God that exists. And do what our lady says for the one who can't believe in God. Have them meditate five minutes a day on the God who they believe doesn't exist. You have a big responsibility following our lady, being her apostle, being her witness. Love, but don't be tolerant. Stand up. Fight for what she teaches. We love you. We wish you, Our Lady, good night.